Hello, and welcome to Hotivities. My name is Danny, and I will be your host along this journey. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the experience. listeners. I hope that you had a wonderful day. I would first like to apologize for not posting last week. I was going through it mentally and decided I needed to take a mental break for a week. Hey, don't judge. (laughs) But an update on my life. I'm in the beautiful state of Indiana visiting my sister at this amazing bed and breakfast in Brown County called The Story Inn. It has this super tasty five-star restaurant and the nicest people who never failed to make my stay here memorable. But moving on to the content of this podcast, which you are here for, I would really like to talk about what happens before you date someone, what is referred to as the talking stage. This is something that I know causes a lot of stress and can be quite confusing at times, but it's Danny to the rescue. (laughs) At least... I hope I can help you in any way, shape, or form. And as a little side note, I would like to provide y'all with a great opportunity to win some free shit, which I will elaborate on at the end of my podcast, and I will post on the official podcast Instagram, which is at the Hotivities Podcast. So, the talking stage. What is it? (laughs) Well, it's when two people have expressed mutual romantic interest in each other, and They want to get to know each other on a deeper level. It can be a way to get to know someone before having to commit to them, and you basically get to decide if you like that person enough before putting a label on things or being exclusive. It's kind of like a game, but I'll explain more on that later. Honestly, it can be so stressful, like a roller coaster. You might have questions like, do they like me back? Should I pursue things with this person? What does it even mean? And what expectations should I have? And how do you know that y'all are talking? Basically, that's whenever you're mutually putting in effort to see each other and going on dates and adventures together, or if someone has explicitly said that they're interested in you. I see no shame in asking someone's intentions, but you do need to be careful not to come off as needy and possessive, or at least I think so. (laughs) There's definitely a fine line. But simply asking, hey, what do you want from this? Or where do you see this going? In a nonchalant way is chill. Be careful not to put any expectations on it or pressure the other person to give an answer because they might not have even thought of it. Also, another question would be that I always find myself asking is how long should the talking stage last? See, this varies from person to person. I personally believe it should be around a couple weeks to like a couple months, probably not a couple years. Either you want something or you don't. (laughs) Personal preference, just don't rush yourself. And like I said earlier, you might have expectations and expectations can really suck. Like for example, I always get really excited about my birthday and I have these really high expectations for it And if it's not grandiose as I expect, then I get let down and that's not a fun time. 
So just do yourself a favor and have no expectations with the talking stage. You should always remain true to yourself and your morals and values. I hate whenever I'm talking to someone and they only show the most positive things about themselves and I believe that they are this amazing person and then BAM! You're bamboozled by who they really are. I don't know, you can't see me, but I'm putting air quotes around that because basically they stop trying when they get comfortable with you. Yeah, that sucks. <laughs> and I'm not saying everyone is like that, but pretty much everyone that I've talked to has been like that. You shouldn't feel pressured to enter into something if you aren't ready. Getting into something with someone because you're bored? <laughs> but ask yourself this question. Are you playing with their emotions and are you going to be hurt when you break things off if you're doing this because you're bored? You shouldn't put so much pressure on things because y'all aren't committed to each other. So just relax and go with the flow. <laughs> As in, don't check their social medias 10 times a day, like the snap map or if they've been on social recently. Just do you, boo. <laughs> Nothing should come after the talking stage. Although that is the end goal whenever you're talking to someone, or at least I would hope so. You should not put pressure on the situation that something, air quotes, <laughs> should come after. And if it doesn't, then oh well, move on. Now, I would like to bring up this kind of controversial topic about talking to multiple people at once. And I personally think this is okay, but be careful. If you're not, you're not tied down, so it's okay to explore your options. For example, I like to think of it as a stove, you know, like the one you cook with. <laughs> like when someone is very promising and you move them to the front burner and when they're not showing you what you want in a compatible partner, maybe you move them to the back burner. It's all about you and I know that sounds selfish, but you have to put yourself first. I wouldn't necessarily tell someone that you're talking to a bunch of people because it might make them feel like they're not special or that you don't care about the situation, but that doesn't mean lie and hide it. Maybe just not talk about it on the first date. <laughs> Anyways, story time. I want to read what a listener wrote me. So they said, okay, so the talking stage in my experience you're either confused as fuck because you have no idea what the other person wants or you're just straight chilling because you don't know what they want and you don't really care to be honest it's called the talking stage because no one knows what the fuck is going on with each other <laughs> right sis in my experience the talking stage honestly kind of sucks because you're acting like you're really dating but not really one part is that you can get to know someone with no strings attached kind of thing and see if you even want to date them. Definitely don't give up on the girlfriend perks when you're in the talking stage. Like, do his laundry, help him clean, help with anything actually, don't cook for him, etc. Also, I like to keep my roster full, even when I'm talking to somebody because you never know if it's going to work out with this person or not. And you don't want to put all of your eggs in one basket. Yes, the talking stage kind of sucks, especially if you like the person, but I've learned there's no reason to rush into it, into a relationship, to be specific. Like, if you have the rest of your lives to be in a serious relationship, as soon as you exit the talking stage and enter a relationship, 
the jealousy and bickering and fights begin. So don't be afraid to take it slow. You can't go back to the talking stage once you're in a relationship. And thank you, listener, for writing in to me. I love that, what you just said. And thank you so much for opening up because I'm sure someone has been there and I have, you know, I'm sure we all have. If you remember this, I hope you do because that means you're paying attention. But I mentioned something about the game. And what is it, may you ask? It's when someone and you play a game of courting to get them to like you back. And for example, this can be seen through nature. Usually the male tries to impress the female with tactics like with birds. They use colors, exotic colors, fighting other males providing sustenance or materials to the mate with the end goal of reproduction. This is very different with humans, but that's just an example. (laughs) So you learn this by encountering someone who plays the game well, or at least better than you. For example, I found someone who portrayed in my mind the most interesting perspectives and game playing, I guess, and I learned them from them the tools that I needed and tactics to become better at a game, air quotes, (laughs) that virtually everyone uses to find your person. Every situation is different and should be determined as so, based on things like personality, availability, etc. I'm not saying that there's a cookbook on how to make someone like you or how to find the perfect person, but I would like to share what I do, and I've also done some research into this, so it's not necessarily just a personal opinion. As a side note, I find men attractive, and I will go about this from a heterosexual perspective because it's who I am, not because I'm saying this is strictly from or for heterosexual perspective. I can completely see this going in any direction you personally like. (laughs) But anyways, be confident in yourself not cocky. There's definitely a big difference in that. Say that I like someone and I have them on the front burner, assuming they like me back. I would have to create a situation that makes me look elusive. It's like poker. You don't want the other person to know what cards you're playing. And also it makes me look like I'm content and sure of myself. You want to find things that you both connect with. This could be anything. Cooking, golf, creative arts, outdoor activities, anything that you can physically do together. Maybe try a couple of those things because it gains similarity between you and your other person. Also, doing activities that increases someone's heart rate, such as Bungee jumping, skydiving, or something like watching a scary movie can increase your chance of finding an attraction towards someone, and vice versa. Something about the state of fear or anxiety, in other words, appears to make many of us more likely to experience feelings of sexual attraction towards other people. Also, you should be a good listener. Listen to what they have to say about things that they are passionate about and share some aspects of yourself to make them feel like it's an equal transfer. Because after all, you want to be equal partners. 
after doing those dates that you both find joy and comfort in, doing maybe teaching the other person something or showing them that they don't know much about. Like, for example, if you really enjoy ice skating, maybe invite them to go with you and help them learn how to ice skate. One last thing would be to hang out in groups of your friends and get to know theirs, or perhaps just a friend or two, because this will paint a picture that you are valued and loved among a society. <laughs> I know this sounds stupid and pretentious, but it works. This will also give your potential someone to connect with while y'all are hanging out. It makes the dynamic of your situation deeper. It also allows them to see you in a social setting so that they get an idea of who you are and whenever you're not with them. It's a way to build trust. Now, I know this is a lot of information and you already may know these things, but if someone would have told me this stuff when I was a freshman in college, I would have saved myself from going through so many unnecessary failed beginnings and so much stress and anxiety. I wanna thank you so much for joining me th this week <laughs> and I want to show my immense appreciation to all my listeners. I want to give you the opportunity to win a free gift card. I love gift cards. <laughs> but the information for this giveaway will be posted on the official podcast Insta, which is again at the Hotivities Podcast. I love you guys so much, and I'll catch you next time on Hotivities. Hotivities.